new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. New on CuriosityStream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. watching or listening this is the Osmo NHL DFS strategy show and I'm your host Michael Clifford aka Slim Cliffy joining me for the next hour to talk about just how great uh Sam Sam Dikembe Montembo is uh our single entry assassin Mr. Joshua Harris Josh how you doing today buddy I used Montembo last night and despite him getting 49 saves I needed him to win in overtime to cash and uh that Shea Theodore goal was actually ridiculous the hands on Theodore for that goal was just insane. So can't really be too mad about it. He still got me 25.4 DK points with the overtime loss. So LA2 really let me down. So, but tonight's a new night. It's our first Friday show since the COVID break. So exciting times yeah. at Osmo.com. Yeah, I, I, last night was kind of a weird night. I, there was a couple spots where a stack and the goalie on the other side might have gotten there. Um, Buffalo and Dallas, obviously one of them. Uh, the Robertson-Pavelski-Hints line went absolutely ballistic um, last night. Robertson was a late addition to the lineup. You know, he's game time all day. Uh, slid in. They had a big, big night. Uh, but Michael Hauser, on the flip side, um, was pretty close to having a good night. I think he came in with 13.9 DK points or something like that. Um, just shy of 2X for a 7K goalie. Uh, which isn't bad considering he let up five goals, but that's what happens when you see a ton of shots. And then, of course, as you just mentioned in the late game, one of the late games, um, Vegas absolutely just piled it onto Montreal. But Dikembe Montembeau, 49 saves on 53 shots, um, had a big, big night. But again, you know, if you stack something like Carlson, um, Carlson Theodore and uh, – Marshall or something like that, or Smith or whatever, you, you know, you probably had a fine night. If you use Montembeau again, that's what shot volume does for a goalie. And it's why we talk about it so much. Yeah. Um, and he was 6,800 on DraftKings. So, I mean, it was a nine game slate. So maybe stacking against your goalie is not the ideal. That's not the ideal time to do it. But like in the old scoring, you'd never even consider stacking against your goalie. It just made no sense. But, you know, with these cheap, like, goalies under 7k on DraftKings you know the thought does creep into your mind once in a while that maybe you know this team's gonna 40 shots and maybe my goalie can still get me 15 and it's it, it's really I've seen a couple winning lineups with with guys against their goalie I don't know if it was on purpose or like a upload error or whatever it was but it has worked before yeah it has worked I- I don't know, like like you said, on a nine-game slate, I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I'm full stacking against my starting goalie. Uh, but certainly, you know, a defenseman against your goalie or even a winger against the goalie or something like that can work. Uh, and I think the smaller the slate, or the more fine it is to use. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to uh, Jason Zyman. He had a good night last night, sent me a, a Discord message. Uh, he took down the uh, 153 max last night, if I'm not mistaken, had some caches elsewhere. Uh, had a pretty good night. So 
Jason Zeitler, uh, Jason Zeitler, I believe is his last name. Uh, congrats to you. Um, hopefully uh, we can have some more winners here today. Um, not as much as yesterday, but that's what happens when you, when you go a few days without a show. Um, congrats to Zyman. Thank you very much to Yahoo. Uh, they have been our sponsor all season long. Yahoo Fantasy has been very good to us. Um, so let's try to be good to them a little bit later on. If you're a first time uh, DFS player, uh, we have a special giveaway through Yahoo. We'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Uh, this is an interesting slate for me here, Josh. I just want to talk about it real briefly. Um, obviously, we have to talk about all the games. But when I look at the games, there are a lot of heavy favorites with big goal totals on the road. Um, generally speaking, home teams score more often and are, are in a more advantageous spot. But half the teams here, or over half the teams, um, are favored on the road. So I know you and I don't really like to stack line, you know, stack all our players on the road. Sometimes you can't really help it. Is this one of those situations where if you end up stacking two roads, two lines on the road, you're just fine with it? Or are you still like really looking for some home value here, even though there are some bad teams at home tonight? Yeah. I mean, I'm not really going out of my way to be like, Oh, I got to get this guy at home. And especially cause like all these road teams are in really great matchups. There's a couple really good home matchups, but most of these, these big totals and, really good matchups the road and back to back on the roads and they play tomorrow. And, you know, like, so I, I, there's just, I don't think I'm going to go out of my way to be like, you know what, my whole lineup has road teams. I need to go out of my way to put in, you know, Cali Yarncroft. I know that's what Saul does, but like, listen, we can't all be as good as Mr. G. No, but really like if I end up stacking road teams, it's fine with me tonight. Um, most of the good matchups are on the road. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't, it's, it's not going to bother me as much tonight if I have two road teams, but you know, there are some good, some good spots at home today that we'll talk about. So maybe uh, we will get to some home teams. All right. We got to get this show on the road. Uh, before we get too much further, if you guys could please throw us uh, a thumbs up in the chat, it'll really help us out. Uh, click that subscribe button. If you haven't already, we're growing the subscriptions, the road to 420,000 subscribers marches on click the bell to get alerts when we do go live because we have shows all day, every day, covering a ton of sports. Uh, free premium tools and data up on the site. We usually have those uh, every day, today being no exception. Uh, we have NBA player projections, we have NHL player projections, and we have our UFC pro plays all up on the site. So whether it's NHL or NBA tonight or UFC this weekend, we have you covered. So check out Osmo.com for our NBA player projections, our NHL player projections, and our UFC pro plays. And if I'm not mistaken, Josh, you have a betting column uh, for UFC going up tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And Jeff Votler votes the the fourth man that here at uh, at Osmo.com uh, on the NHL side of things. He has a power place article up on the site, free to read, uh, up at Osmo.com. So. Uh, lots of free premium tools and data, lots of free shows, lots of free articles, lots of ways to help you guys out in your DFS adventures. All right, let's get to these games. We have an eight-game slate to talk about. Let's get to this first one. The New York Rangers have a 2.5 implied goal total. They're going into Carolina. The Hurricanes have a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they said Igor Shesterkin starts tomorrow. So it looks like Alexander Georgiev is starting in Carolina tonight. That's a little bit of a loop because like you, I think you mentioned they're playing Arizona tomorrow. So the fact that they're saving Shesterkin for that game and not this one is kind of curious. Uh, but regardless, Georgiev in net up against Frederick Anderson, uh, Martin Natchez still in protocols for the Hurricanes. So Nino Niederreiter expected to slide onto that second line for the Hurricanes on the Rangers side. Our buddy, Dryden Hunt, haven't seen him on the second line in a few months. He is back with Ryan Strom and Artemi Panarin on the second line. Um, I think the way the line matching is going to work out here is Jordan Stahl's line is going to see a fair bit of Mika Zibanejad. Um, and then you'll see the second lines matching up against each other. Uh, with no Igor, it kind of changes the way I look at this game. How are you looking at this game, Josh? Yeah, especially with the way Carolina line matches at home, like Tebu Teravina and Sebastian Ajo set Jarvis going against <laughs> out against Lafreniere, Heedle, and Goudreau. It's just, 
you know, they, they are, to be nice, they are high event both ways. Um, but realistically, that Carolina top line should have its way with Heedle and Lafreniere. So, you know, I, I really do like Carolina top line, especially now that it's Yorgiev. Like, the drop from Shesterkin to Yorgiev cannot be understated, despite how well Yorgiev has actually played this season. Like, I, I know I, I joke around about it, but Igor Shesterkin legitimately might be the best goal in the NHL right now. Like, n- not hyperbole. Like, I know I just... And I, I'm I, saying I, that as a non-Rangers fan. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. So, you know, it's a big drop-off. The Rangers aren't great five-on-five. Carolina Hurricanes are a very high-event team. Uh, that top line is going to get a very high-event line. So, you know, you see the ownership percentage right now on Carolina top line. It's it's 1-2%. I'd imagine once we get a rerun with Yorgia com- confirmed in, that's going to go up a little bit. But if it, if it stays around 7-8%, even close to 10, something like that, I really do like the Carolina top line. Um, that second line's okay. Like with, with Hunt, with Stroman Panarin, that line has actually been pretty good defensively. Um, granted, like that line is also not great five on five. So, you know, that second line should be able to create and, you know, do their thing. But really this is a Carolina one game for me. And then if on the Ranger side, like I know it's a 2.5 total on the road, but their prices are so cheap and Carolina takes a ton of penalties and the Rangers do their best work on the power play anyway. The only reason they're like in contention for the President's Cup trophy right now is because of Igor and because of their power play. So you couple that with the Carolina Hurricanes taking was something like the fourth most penalties in the league right now. And you look at the Rangers pricing, like Mika's down to 6,300, Kreider's 5,600, Panarin's still 5,700, Strom's like 4K, Fox is under 6K. You could this is definitely a spot where you can power play stack the Rangers here at lower ownership. That top line is getting some ownership around eight, nine percent, but that second line right now is around five percent. So I think power play stacking the Rangers here is an interesting way to get a little bit different considering how many penalties the Hurricanes actually take. But for me, Carolina one is my favorite spot in this game. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna be off the Rangers here. I understand what you're saying about the penalty about the all the penalties Carolina takes, and you're right, like. They've been consistently amongst the five most penalized teams all season long. It doesn't matter, you know, what month segment you look at. Um, the problem is, is that their penalty kill is just absolutely absurd. Like one of the best penalty kills we've seen in hockey, like in the last few years, like they're, they, they limit the shots lower than some five on five lines. And that's where I think it's an interesting conversation. Cause like you said, the Rangers power play generates a ton. Uh, and they have all season long. So it's kind of like, you know, unstoppable force versus immovable objects. So, you know, maybe they could get there with four or five opportunities. I just think personally in my 20s, um, I'm 20 maxing tonight, I think. I'm not going to have too much Rangers. I'm actually on the Carolina second line here. Um, Nino and Vincent Trocek have a not a huge sample, but a decent sample together. And they're rolling a 60% shot share and 59% of the scoring chances now. That's without Nino need or that's without Andre Sveshnikov, sorry. And I can't imagine he's going to hurt that line much. So I think you're in on Carolina one. I get that. I'm going to be in on Carolina two, um, just because I want to get a little bit um, of that power, you know, of that power play exposure. You do get, there's two guys on each line, um, but I, they are just a little bit cheaper, um, a little bit lower ownership as well. So um, Carolina two for me on the blue line, um, nobody really sticking out. I think the prices are just about fine. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. On either side, I mean Jacob Truba 4500 definitely sticks out. Anything other than that? Yeah, Truba's fine. I, th- I even think Fox is fine. Like, I don't want a one-off Fox at 8,100, but at 5,600, I think, you know, yeah. you can. And then um, the Carolina prices are a little bit too expensive for me. Like, maybe Slavin at 4,600. You know, Brady Shea at 4,400 is too expensive. Pesci 4,000. So I think it's like Shea or just correlating Tony D. Yep, uh, I agree with that. All right, let's move this along. Pittsburgh, 3.5 implied goal total. They're going to Columbus. The Jackets have a 2.6 implied goal total. Uh, Pittsburgh coming off a weird game last night. Um, they were up 6-0 or 6-1 against the Sens, and then Ottawa, or 5-0 or 5-1, and then Ottawa came back and roared back in the third period to make it 5-4. Uh, Penguins eventually won, but, man, that Pittsburgh goaltending has really looked shaky almost all season long, and Tristan Jerry is supposed to be their good goalie. Uh, and now Casey DeSmith in net tonight for the Penguins. Um, I, like, obviously, there's a lot to like up and down the Penguins roster, but I know we talk about playing third line sometimes in high totals, but you and I were talking about Evan Rodriguez in our Discord earlier, like 12 and a half minutes since Evgeny Malkin returned. Like, I don't know what to do here with Pittsburgh with such a high total other than just play their top line. So what do you think of this game, Josh? Yeah, so... At first, I was like, man, we're just jamming pit one again. Let's go back to the well. And I think that's a fine play. But they're coming in at 11%, 12%. You still can do it. Like, they're the most expensive line in the night. Uh, them and Dallas wanted the same price. Uh, they're going to get the Jenner, Bjorkstrand, Nyquist matchup. And they've been okay defensively. Not, you know, world beaters. 2.36 expected goals against per 60, which is about league average. They give up 11 high danger chances against, which has been okay. But you start going down to that line a line right texier line a vorchek they're so high event they're so bad defensively and they're going to get that malkin matchup and you see malkin coming in at three four percent projected right now um you know maybe it's because his line mates aren't great on paper like i liked anton heinen and casper captain the problem is they're not you know fully correlated on the power play the thing is like columbus doesn't take too many penalties Another problem, though, is it's Corpusalo net, not Merzlikin. So you really do kind of want some top power play time. But the thing is, like, getting that line A matchup and getting so much lower ownership in that high total is intriguing to me. And I, I really don't mind going to pit two here tonight. If you want to go to pit one, obviously going back to pit one is perfectly fine tonight. Like, yeah, I'm definitely considering them in one to three again. I used them last night. I'm definitely going to consider using them tonight. But, you know, getting off that, you know, 12% ownership, Getting, you know, more than half, you know, less in ownership, you know, four or five percent if it comes up to six, seven. I think that's still fine, you know, for Pit two getting that line in matchup. I think, you know, Malkin can take advantage of that there. And then on the uh, Columbus side, I'm having a bit of a tough time getting to some Columbus here. I don't mind like a Domi Roslevic min price two man if you're if you're trying to like really get in some expensive stuff. But other than that, like I'm not sure I'm going to have too much columbus like if you want to have jenner bjorkstrand and mme like the thing is they're going to get that crossing matchup and they're coming in around nine percent so like it's, it's just kind of taking me off them the total's low i'd rather look elsewhere yeah the only thing that really drives me to columbus and i hate doing this because i don't like changing my approach based on who's in net but i really don't think much of casey to smith as all as a goaltender um, if you look at his high danger save percentage over the last three years, I believe it's in the bottom third of the NHL. Like, I think at best, he's a bad starter. Um, and, you know, if you have a bad starter with a team that's back to back on the road, I do like Columbus's chances of actually doing something. But like you said, they're really coming in with some ownership here. 
So I think I'd be more tempted on the Columbus side to play some one-offs. Um, one-off Bjorkstrand, one-off Wierenski, one-off. I mean, Andrew Peak. we'll get to defenseman. That guy played like 26 minutes last night. So I, I think Columbus is like, I definitely have interest in Columbus. I don't know if I have interest in stacking Columbus lines. So like I said, uh, one-off Bjorkstrand, one-off Wierenski, one-off Peak. Um, I think all those things are fine. On, on the Pittsburgh side, I'm probably – I'm probably uh, just going to do what you, what you said, and that's just go to Pittsburgh too. I think the matchup is just fantastic. I don't, uh, and I'm going to echo the same sentiments. Pittsburgh one or Pittsburgh two, I think they're both completely playable. Um, it's just where I'm looking to um, use Pittsburgh more as a filler than what I'm building around. Um, that's how I'm approaching this slate. Um, it's definitely Pittsburgh two for me. I know Malkin and Kapanen, like 45% shot share, 45% of the scoring chances together. That's not super great. Um, but like you said, they're going into a pretty soft matchup. And I think Dan Heinen is the kind of winger. He's like, um, he's a good two-way winger that can kind of stabilize a line. It allows them to do what they want to do when they're on the ice. So I agree with you on Pittsburgh too. On the blue line, like I said, Andrew Peak uh, might be one of my favorite defensemen on this whole slate. He's just playing too many minutes. Um, definitely in in a threat for the DK block bonus. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I agree with Peak there. Uh, Latang like has been an absolute monster <laughs> recently. Like last night he had an assist, but he also had nine block shots and played like 24 minutes. I think if you're doing anything pit one related, you need to put him in. I think he's fine as one off. Mike Matheson had two goals last night. I mean, he's still 3K. I wouldn't count on that nightly, but uh, Latang definitely in play for me as a one off five the salary or correlated with Pittsburgh and definitely Andrew Peak like. These min-price Columbus defenders, you know, Gavrikov goes down, Peak steps in and plays the big minutes. So, yeah, Andrew Peak, definitely a good way to save some salary tonight. Yeah, um, I do like Peak here in this game, uh, but we do have to keep moving it along. Get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for 29 95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our top stacks, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. Um, I would, some In our chat earlier, somebody was bringing up uh, how FanDuel lines uh, can really, uh, dip, you know, the prices can really differentiate from what they are on DraftKings. And I was actually just looking at some of the Columbus lines, uh, Columbus one and two, like a thousand dollar gap. That's not huge, but it's fairly significant over on DraftKings on FanDuel. They're coming in at virtually the same price. And I found that a little bit weird. Um, and they're both coming in over owned. So I think on FanDuel, I'd probably lean towards the Bjorkstrand Jenner line. Like if you're going to give me the top line at the same price as the second line with, you know, the same leverage, I'll just take the top line. So um, where Pittsburgh's coming in, you know, it's same price relative to the rest of the slate. I think everything we in that game stands, but uh, I do like Columbus one a little bit more over on FanDuel. All right, let's get to this next game. Dallas going into Detroit. Dallas has a 2.8 implied gold total. Detroit sitting with a 2.6 implied gold total. Uh, Dallas, as we mentioned earlier, just played last night. They came back and beat Buffalo. Uh, what was it? Actually, a pretty good game. Um, Detroit on the other side, Vladislav Nemesnikov staying on the top line with Dylan Larkin and uh, Lucas Raymond and Tyler Bertuzzi down on the second line with Pia Suter and Robbie Fabry. Um, Vegas seems to think this game is going to be fairly close, but only a five and a half total. What do you think, Josh? I like this game. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, of course, here we are on a five and a half on these massive total slates, and this is the game that I like. Like, Nemeskov on that top line, Larkin without Bertuzzi, like, if, if you're into wowies on natural stat trick, go look up Larkin's wowies with and without Bertuzzi. It's a big difference. And if they're going to get that Rope, Hintz, Pavelski, Robertson line, or if it's like Ernie Rasmussen, Zadina, however Blass Hill wants to, you know, screw that up, you know, I, I think this is a great spot for Dallas one. And on top of that, they're coming in at 2%. And I think they're coming in so low is because there aren't many cheap goalies that you can trust. And Ned is 7,300 tonight. And I think people are just gravitating towards like, Oh, wow. 
I know this guy and he's cheap and at home, so we're going to play him. But that makes Dallas one a really, really good GPP play tonight because whether it's Larkin or whether it's Rasmussen, it's just advantage Dallas one here and you're going to get them at low ownership. So I really like Dallas one. And I also really like Detroit two, uh, Bertuzzi, Suter, Fabry, because they're going to get the Ben Sagan Gurion offline. And I know they had a good game last night, but it was against the Sabres, like the Sabres depth. I guess all the Sabres lines are depth, <laughs> but it is like, it, it's like, if anything, they can, they can hang there. And I really like Pia Suter. I've been a Pia Suter guy since, you know, the Hawks screwed that up and let him go. Uh, Bertuzzi's a good player. Fabry, much better suited in, uh, on the second line wing than he is first line center. So, you know, they're, they're pretty cheap too. They're coming in around 6%. They're going to get that Sagan Ben Gurionov matchup. I think that is a very advantageous matchup for the Suter line. So I, I do really like Detroit too and Dallas one from this game. Yeah, Detroit 2 is kind of where I want to focus because you brought up the Bertuzzi-Larkin thing. And this like, this is a big deal. With When Larkin and Bertuzzi are skating together, they're generating 31 to 32 scoring chances per 60 minutes. When Larkin is skating without him, it's about 24 scoring chances per 60 minutes. It goes down by, that's 25% fewer scoring chances being generated. That is a massive, massive gap. And you're going from 53% scoring chance shared of 46%. Like it is stark. The difference that it is uh, that Bertuzzi makes for that top line with Dylan Larkin. So like, yeah, I know that Detroit um, might be fine with the Mestikoff on the, on the top line. He can be fine as a two-way winger, but I don't think they're going to generate any offense, like, or at least not enough to justify their prices. Um, So I'm out on Detroit one. People want to play them. Uh, go right ahead. I noticed um, they have some good leverage by our top stacks tool. Uh, but I'm like you said, I'm going to go back to Detroit too. Bertuzzi and Fabry without Dylan Larkin are like a 60% line together. Like that's what, I'm, what we're talking about with Tyler Bertuzzi is he's a, he's a high impact player. He's a high impact winger for that team. He's the most important winger they have. So um, did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. I do like that Dallas, that Detroit second line going into Dallas 2. Dallas 2 just doesn't have good numbers. I know Tyler Sagan has had really has had some big games lately, but a lot of that has been on the power play. Um, their five on five line is still skating around 45% shots here. So um, Dallas two for me, or Detroit two, sorry, for me on the flip side, Dallas one, absolutely right back in play. One of our better leverage spots on the entire slate, even if they come in a little bit higher owned than two to 3%, even if they're double that like 6%, they're still completely fine to play coming in with good leverage. So Dallas one, Detroit two, on the blue line, um, I like Detroit. I, one, I think Moritz Cedar is priced way too high for what he can bring. Uh, two, Dallas has a pretty good penalty kill. So, like, that kind of cuts into his value as it is. So, like, I'm not sure if there's any Detroit defensemen I want. On the Dallas side, at least Haskinen's price has come down and it's reasonable at 6,200. I'm probably not playing him, but at least it's reasonable. Anybody stick out to you? Not really. I don't, I don't know if you heard when you were talking about Detroit, too. Uh, King Bacon Pie was barking like a madman. So first was dog he? barking play in a while. Yeah, that's true. That's And I think that's KBP's first uh, yeah. dog bark. So King Bacon leading us to Detroit, too. Yeah. Um, on the blue line, there's just uh, not much on either side that I want to play. Maybe Essel and Dell, but 4,400, I think I'd, I'd rather find someone cheaper. All right, um, let's move it along to the next game. Arizona, 2.1 implied goal total. Going into New York, the Islanders have a 3.3 implied goal total. 
Uh, Jacob Chikrin returned to the lineup in the last game for Arizona, but he's on power play two and he only played 20 minutes. So I know like we might be wanting to slam some Chikrin uh, back in into the lineup, but uh, I think 5,800 might be a steep price for that. Um, our discord was talking about playing some Arizona today, Josh, what do you think about playing some Arizona today? <sighs> Here we are. Hello, darkness, my old friend, Arizona, like people just love playing Arizona. And I, I mean, granted they've been better lately. Like Johan Larson is, has been unstoppable recently for whatever reason. And I guess like, okay. I don't mind the Johan Larson Kraus Kessel line just because Islanders are going to send out JG Pajot Walsh from Bellows against them, probably because they like to they like to send out Barzal Lee against you know bottom six matchups. And JGP and Wallstrom have just been awful this year defensively, like very high event, almost three goals against per sixty. You know, twelve high danger chances. That's with Bellows there. It's a it's like a thirty five minute sample, but Bellows isn't anything special. So like. I, I get it if you want to have like a filler of Kraus, Larson, Kessel, but like, I just, I don't know if I'm going to get there. Like, I just, just, it feels just awful clicking in Johan Larson. Like, I, I know he's been good recently, but like, I think, you know, I, you don't have to full stack if you want to one off a Phil Kessel here, pair him with, you know, Clayton Keller or something like that. I think that's fine. I don't think you have to full stack. You want to do a Larson Keller ghost three man but really like not huge on the yotes tonight it is a decent matchup for that top line like the islanders are not the good defensive team they were a few years ago they've been pretty brutal um but on the flip side like in theory i like the islanders i just I just it's just hard to trust them they've just been so bad that it's just hard to be like yeah let's let's play i'm super excited about playing you know double digits barzell lee tonight against the coyotes depth and then, you know, Lee has a goose egg and Barzell has a shot on goal and Parisi's anchored to that line. You want to go to Bavillier, Nelson, Bailey. I guess that makes some more sense. But, like, I, they just – they haven't been good this, this season as, uh, either. So, as much as I want to get behind the Islanders in a high total at home, I'm just having a trouble getting there in one to three. In 20 max, I think you can have some. Like, honestly, like, I don't want to play anything from this game. Um, but if I had to choose, it'd be Islanders too, and maybe some uh, Larson Kessel. Yeah, I had, on the on the Islanders side for me, it's the Islanders top line. Like I want to take advantage. Uh, I mean, the Arizona penalty kill has gotten better through the year, but it's still not super great, and they are taking a, a reasonable amount of penalties. So, um, I don't. I don't mind playing a little bit of like Barzal, Lee, Dobson, something like that. Like I want to get some power play one guys. Like if I'm playing the Islanders tonight, it's getting power play one guys in. That's what I'm doing. Um, you want to take advantage of a weaker Arizona penalty kill. So like a Lee, Barzal, Dobson. Um, honestly, I know Pajot and Wallstrom have been bad, but like Oliver Wallstrom's a pretty good power play player. Like I, he reminds me of Joel Farabee over in Philadelphia. So like, even like a Pajot Wallstrom two man, I think can get there uh, against, you know, Arizona is better, but they're still like, I think at best a middle of the road team. It's not like they're, you know, it's not, this isn't the St. Louis blues from three years ago or something like that. Right. Um, so I, I, like, I, I think it's uh, Lee and Barzal. Um, they've been very good since uh, their, their COVID break. I think like a 57% shot share line or something like that. So Lee Barzal for me, I'll probably come in right on the field with them, like 10%, yeah, 10 to 15%, something like that. I'm not going to go crazy. Uh, on the Arizona side, uh, like you said, once you get past that uh, Islanders top line, there really isn't a lot to worry about for matchups. So I get, I kind of get the Arizona love here. Like uh, Keller, Larson, and Kraus have been, or Kessel, Larson, and Kraus have been good together, but it's Keller, Boyd, and Schmaltz that's kind of drawing me here. Keller and Schmaltz have typically had good numbers together um, in their careers. Um, Keller has been shooting way, way more over the last month or so. So that's where I am in this game is like um, Keller Boyd Schmaltz is what I like best from the Yotes side. But on the Islander side, it's attacking the, the power play. Lee Barzal 
or Pajol Wallstrom. On the blue line, like I said, uh, I don't think you can play Jacob Chikrin at his price power play too. Um, I think Adam Pellick, like I think is just fine for the Islanders. There's really not a lot I like for defensemen in this game. What do you think? Not really. I mean, like Anton Strawman's back at mid-price and he had an assist the other game, but like I'd much rather play Andrew Peake at mid-price than Anton Strawman. Uh, Pellick is fine. I'd rather just correlate with Dobson. And if you're going to play either the Yost line, I think Ghost at 4,800 makes some sense as well. All right. Um, see a super chat from Sammy Telesco. Sammy, thank you very much for the super chat, a $5 super chat. Really appreciate that. He says, thank you guys for your knowledge. Finally hit first place for $500 in the hip check on DK last night. boy, Sammy. Uh, we, love, we love to see that. Those are the contests that help build your bankroll uh, so you can get higher and higher. Um, awesome job taking down, the, taking down uh, that 500 last night. Hopefully uh, you can take down another one here tonight. Um, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com, and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, and that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's NHL $2,000 Friday Night Baller and the NFL $250,000 Saturday Baller, featuring no management fees. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Uh, shout out to Jake and shout out to the Osmo team uh, who threw up the Yahoo projections there uh, like 10 days ago or something like that. Uh, a big, big help uh, to anybody looking to get their feet wet uh, in DFS can do so uh, with uh, fewer sharks in the water, let's say, over at Yahoo. All right, five games left, four games left. Let's get through these games. Minnesota, 3.1 implied goal total. They're going into Chicago. The Chicago Blackhawks have a two and a half implied goal total. Uh, Ryan Hartman traveled with the team was sick. They said it's not COVID expected to play. Obviously, you know, something could happen at the last minute. Maybe he starts to feel worse, but right now he is expected to, to line up on the top line for Minnesota with Kaprizov and Zuccarello, uh, Kirby doc back for Chicago off the COVID list. He's going to be on the third line, uh, with Entwistle and Kurashev. And that line had often been used as a shutdown line earlier in the season. Now, obviously, things have been thrown into disarray over the last month or so with COVID and postponements and what have you. But that had been used often as a shutdown line. Uh, on the Minnesota side, Joel Erickson Eck back. He's on the second line in, you know, back in his role in what looks like a shutdown line, but obviously on, they're on the road. Um, I see some chatter about people liking Chicago here tonight. And given all the injuries to the Minnesota blue line, I kind of get it. What do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, I, I do kind of get it as well. I'm just trying to figure out the matchups in my head here. Because if they're going to send out the dock line against Hartman, which is just absolutely bananas, like unless they're sending out the fourth line consistently against Joel Erickson Eck, like one of these top two lines is going to see some Joel Erickson Eck. Uh, yeah, I think. I like my, my feeling personally is that they save the Kane uh, Strom line for the easiest possible matchups. And you'll see the doc and Taves line basically take the top six matchups. I think that's what you're going to see. Yeah. So <laughs> I looked up the doc Kershev and whistle season sample. They, it, they, they have, How was it? they have 34 minutes together. <laughs> they have not generated a high danger scoring chance. They have an expected goals for per 60 of 0.5 and they have a 32% Corsi four percentage shot share percentage. And they're going to get one of the best lines in the hockey in Kaprizov, Hartman, Zuccarello. I don't even have chips in front of me, but I'm, you know, whew, I'm all in, <laughs> you know, there is some news on Hartman. Like you got to pay attention to that. The wild total seems low at 3.1 which maybe is keeping, you know, the projected ownership down. I think they're going to be higher on than 7%. I would imagine they're going to come in 12 to 15, but 
Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I still really like them, assuming Hartman plays. Even if it is like the Debrinkat taste Kubelik client, they're still pretty high event. It doesn't make sense that they would send out Debrinkat Kubelik against that line, though. So... Uh, I do really like min one. You want to go to that checking line? I think I'll save that for another time. I want to see the power play units first. Maybe I want to see Joe Erickson maybe get his power play one spot back. I just, you know, there's just unknowns. They haven't announced anything yet. You want to go to that third line? I think that's fine. Boldy, Fiala, Gaudreau. Um, They may see, you know, a fair bit of Chicago four, actually, you know, um, so. The, <laughs> Boldy's min price. He's looked good. He's with Fiala. Frederick Gaudreau won't hurt anybody. So if they're going to get a decent amount of that fourth line, I think that's fine. I think, you know, Strom, Kane, Hagel, like you said, is probably going to see a fair bit of that Nico Strom line or maybe some of the Gaudreau line. But either way, like, there isn't much of a matchup concern against the Hawks. So I think, you know, the uh, wild top line definitely in play. That wild third line, the Fiala line, definitely in play as a filler. And then I guess, you know, I, I do get it. If you want to go to the Hagel Strom Kane line, they're fully correlated. Minnesota's missing missing a bunch of defensemen. They're missing Cam Talbot. Capo Kakinen has, you know, he's not great. So I do get going to that Chicago top line tonight. I don't think I'm going to do in one to three, but an MME getting some of a, a, a correlated line in a good matchup definitely makes some sense. Here's the thing with Chicago is that Minnesota's penalty kill is bad. It has been for like a, yeah. for a while now. And when you have a penalty kill that's like, I don't know, bottom 10 in the league, that's basically just only being saved by really good goaltending. It really draws me, it draws me to a line that's perfectly correlated. Like you said, Chicago one is a perfectly correlated line. And if the matching works out like we, it should, I think it will, they're going to see the third and fourth lines. And like, you're going to see the third and fourth lines. Plus that Minnesota depth, that Minnesota defense is completely depleted. Like they, they're, they're dressing three defensemen that aren't regular NHLers for them. So I, I think that's one reason why you're seeing a low ER total on Minnesota than normal. And I think that's why you're seeing a high ER total than you probably would expect on Chicago. That's why I like that Chicago top line. It's I want it. This is the power play spot that I'm looking at on the slate or one of them, one of the three power play spots that I'm really looking at. It's the Chicago top line. So in my 20 max, I am absolutely going to be using Kane, Strom, and Hagel as a filler. Don't forget, um, with Seth Jones back, he's going to be running the top power play unit. So, like, you know, you can throw in, like, a, a Kane, Jones, and Strom, and it's not really an expensive stack. It's, like, 18K or something like that. It's not backbreaking. So, Chicago one, Minnesota one is my favorite line in this whole game, though. Uh, Kapazov, Hartman, Zuccarello, you talked about how good they've been all season. They really have been. And they're coming in with good leverage by our, our top stacks tool, one of the top lines by leverage. So uh, in on Minnesota one, in on Chicago one. On the blue line with Seth Jones back, that really takes a lot of defensemen that we had been playing out of the mix for Chicago. Uh, on the Minnesota side, I mean, Kalen Addison, Min Price, probably running PP1, absolutely stands out. Anybody else? Yeah, I'm not Is this... Alex Golagoski's first game back from his absence, though, I, I worry that he may take some power play time away from Kel Addison. Kellen Addison, but at min price, you can take that that gamble. Um, other than Seth Jones, there really isn't much on the Hawks side that I want to, you know, put into my lineup. Yeah, um, Golagoski did play four days ago, so okay. yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I'd still like Addison regardless, yeah, like you same. said. Um, 
All right, Florida going into Vancouver. Florida has a 3.8 implied goal total. Vancouver has a 2.8 implied goal total. Uh, Florida is on a back-to-back. They just absolutely wiped the floor with the Edmonton Oilers <laughs> last night. That was just embarrassing. Um, Florida looks like it's going to be um, Spencer night tonight because they started Sergei Bobrovsky last night. Vancouver doesn't have either of their goalies. Thatcher Demko is out. Yaroslav Halak is also out. Uh, so they're going to the AHL for their goalies. I think that might be a reason why you see a 3.8 total for Florida here, despite being back-to-back on the road. Um, I think there's a lot to like, I, even on both sides. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, so Spencer Martin is going to be starting for the Canucks tonight. He hasn't played in the NHL in five years. Uh, welcome back, Mr. Martin. <laughs> yeah, you, um, get the, you get the top offense in hockey. Yeah. Good luck. Hello. Uh, Newman. Anyway, uh, Bruce Boudreau, when they're on the road trip, was like, oh, yeah, I really want to get this Matthew Heimler, Yuho Lomiko, Tyler Motline out against top competition. Okay, so they're going to be getting Florida one tonight, which is one of the best lines in hockey going against Tyler Mott. Like their numbers haven't been awful considering they're the Canucks, but like they're they're underwater in terms of shot share. So in theory, you're going to the Panthers top line should be running this line over. And, you know, they're reasonably priced. Like Reinhardt's 5,100, Carter Verhage's 4,500, Barkov 7,500. Like they're not going to break the bank if you if you full stack them. Um, I think that the second line's more expensive, honestly. So <clears throat> I, I really like Florida one again tonight. Uh, they're going to get a really, really good matchup. That second line, I'm not really sure how Vancouver is going to match up after that first one because they haven't been home since December, I think, right? Yeah, December December 14th was their last home game, I think. Not that the matchups really matter, um, but for me, this is a far-to-one game. And then you you go over to the Canucks side and you see Hoglander, Pedersen, Besser coming in at like 25 26%. That's that's high because like their other guys are out. Throughout the the day, those updates, it's going to depress the ownership a little bit. But it is Spencer Knight, and I'm sure – you know, DFS DFSers have that uh, Ottawa game where he gave up seven goals in the back of their mind. So I think, you know, in theory, going to Hoglander, Patterson, Besser is fine. I just worry about their ownership here. Um, the Panthers are back to back on the road. So if you are going to use that top line, you know, like I always say, just be aware of how you build, who you're putting them with, et cetera, et cetera. But in, on paper, I do like them. So both top lines for me tonight, but Florida one, Florida power. You can also Florida power play stack tonight as well. So I think, you know, Florida won my favorite line of the game. Yeah. I, I had interest in that Vancouver top line. I don't have interest in them at 24%. I don't have interest in them at 20%. I probably don't even have interest in them at 15%. Like, you know what I mean? Like that ownership would have to come down a lot for them to really get in playable range for me. Um, and the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that Bo Horvat and JT Miller are this team's two best centers. I know Elias Pettersson seems like he's kind of turned it around the last few games. I'm going to need to see more than that to kind of wipe away the last two seasons of bad that he's been. Yep. So um, I'm not sure Vancouver has any matchup that can slow down Florida here tonight. So it's just a matter of which line you want to use. I'm going to use Florida one. I agree with you. If they're going to get that Tyler Mott matchup or whatever it is, like they're just going to – I I mean – it's hockey, so anything can happen. But I imagine they just absolutely carved through that line. Uh, so Reinhardt, Barkoff, or Hagee going right back to the top line. Um, they've been very, very good uh, this year. The Vancouver penalty kill has been very, very bad. So I have no problem going uh, with Florida 1. Florida 2, if people want to play them, they're coming in with a little bit better leverage because they're more expensive. That's fine as well. On the blue line, it seems like the the Florida D prices just really aren't moving a lot. And with Forsling out, um, I think like we can go back to good ass, but <laughs> I kind of like Weegar at 5,200. Uh, he's a peripherals guy, can score, can kind of do it all. Um, I like Weegar. Who you like? Who you got? I like Weegar as well. You want to use Ekblad, that's fine. Uh, I like good ass. I also like Montour up on that second pair with, with Forsling out, I think. 
he can do some damage. And then on the Vancouver side, there just isn't much. If you're if you're playing Van One, you want to throw in Quinn Hughes, that's fine. But other than that, like there's just nothing that I want to play. Like I get Tyler Myers will probably get the block bonus here tonight, but even the block bonus for 4,100 with a couple of shots, it's still not that great in a GPP. Um, I think it's too expensive at 4,100. All right, let's get this train rolling. Uh, we have an Osmo Hall of Fame here at Osmo.com where we like to celebrate uh, our winners. Uh, we talked about ones earlier in the show. We talked about a bunch yesterday in the show, and we're going to talk about a bunch more here shortly. But if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. Download the Osmo profile pick from Osmo.com slash avatar. You tweet your wins to Osmo, H-O-F, that's Osmo Hoff account, and you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum when you do all this. And you're going to see us screenshots popping up. You'll see uh, second place for 25K in NFL. Um, you'll see NFL showdown uh, third place from Lockbriar uh, took down 10K. Uh, second place in the NBA Minimax for $600 uh, from uh, Hoops Data. Like, again, you don't have to win $70,000 or something like that to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame. Finish second in an NBA 150 Minimax, and you can get into the Osmo Hall of Fame for sure. Just make sure you have the Osmo avatar as your profile pick, and make sure that you send tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No All right. A couple more games to get through before we get to them. If you guys could in chat, uh, please throw us a thumbs up. Uh, the like button really helps us. The subscribe button helps even more. Click that bell to get alerts when we do go live. And thank you again to Yahoo Fantasy for being our sponsor. They've been very good to us. Be sure to check out the giveaway for first time Yahoo users in the link in the description below this video all right let's get to these first of the last two games tampa bay going into anaheim the bolts have a three and a half implied gold total anaheim has a 2.4 implied gold total now assuming i didn't miss any news since we started the show zegers gets for kell should be the top line for anaheim that's effectively stacking their top line and they're going to be kept away from tampa bay's top line this isn't a, a line that's being put together as a shutdown line. So it's kind of interesting to me, but what do you see in this game, Josh? Yeah. So I'll start with the Ducks. The Zegers gets left for Kel, probably going to get, you know, that third line of Tampa. Now, now Tampa actually has six defenders tonight. The problem is like it's Daniel Walcott and Andre Schuster on the third pair. So they're probably going to play, you know, 10, 11 minutes. They're just there to give the top four some breathing room. Uh, I would imagine Hedman pushes 30 again tonight. You'll see McDonough, Sergachev over 20 easily. So um, anyway, getting back to that Ducks top line, they're coming in, you know, pretty heavily owned, but I think I'd rather play them than the Flor or than the Vancouver top line. Um, so as a filler, I think I'd rather play Ducks one over Vancouver one. I just, I, I'm not super thrilled about their ownership either in one to three. I think I can fit some other lines that I like. Uh, Tampa top line isn't is my favorite spot in this game. They're going to get, you know, for whatever reason, the Ducks end out Grant Lundstrom Silverberg against top comp, and they've just been awful defensively, very high event. You want to leave off Corey Perry and add in Victor Hedman and gets more expensive, but, you know, point Kucherov in an elite matchup. Uh, they're pretty high owned tonight projected wise, um, but this is a great, great matchup. 
the only thing that scares me a little bit is John Gibson, but like the ducks are so beat up, like Gibson would have to have an unreal game, which he's capable of. But um, I, I really do like Tampa one. You want to go to Tampa two, that's fine. But around the same ownership, I'd much prefer to go to Tampa one. One thing that kind of worries me about Anaheim is they don't really take a lot of penalties. Like we're looking at like two to three per game, which is well below average and Tampa not that they need the power play to come through. Obviously, they can blow the doors off anybody at even strength. Um, but it is a big part of their value. Um, and that's the one thing that's worrying me about Tampa here is that it is a great five-on-five matchup, like a fan, phenomenal five-on-five matchup. I just don't know if it's a great power play matchup. And when you have a line coming in at like 15%, you know, $18,000 uh, on DraftKings, if you look over on FanDuel, um, you know, it's a $23,000 line uh, that's coming in at 15% ownership. Like over on FanDuel, it's a huge, huge question to ask because it, they are so expensive. So uh, like on DraftKings, at least, I they'll be in my consideration, but I might outright fade them in my 20 max just because I don't want a 15% to 20% line on the road that costs 18 K if they're not in a really great matchup. And at like, again, at five on five, it's a great matchup on the power play. I'm not so sure. So I'll say Tampa one is still in consideration for me, but they're not a super high priority for me right now. I guess we'll see once I actually make my lineups uh, on the Anaheim side, like I, I want to get behind that top line. I just can't do it. Um, they're coming in over owned which I can't believe, like, do people realize they're playing Tampa Bay? Like, you don't want to overown any line against Tampa Bay, I don't think. Um, so I'm out on Anaheim. Uh, on the blue line, nothing really sticking out. Uh, nothing sticks out like a sore thumb, let's say, on either side. Uh, you mentioned, like, guys like Sergeyev and Shattenkirk should approach, you know, 22, 23 minutes or something like that. Uh, anybody else? Uh Sergachev or McDonough, like you want to go back to McDonough after he burned you, that's fine. I prefer Mikhail Sergachev. He's going to play big minutes. Um, nothing really sticks out on the duck side. All right. Um, coming up after us, you have the NFL tournament strategy show with Greg and Neil, and they're followed by the prize picks live NFL show with Aton and Emacs. So lots of NFL coverage coming up right after us. And then at 445 Eastern, you have your NBA double dose starting with a deeper dive with Laffey and Adam. All right, final game, St. Louis, 3.2 implied goal total going into Seattle. The Seattle Kraken have a 2.4 implied goal total. I'm going to be honest, man. There's one line from the Blues that I like, and I don't even really like that line, and it's the tarasenko buchnevich Barbashev line. The reason being that Buchnevich and Tarasenko have generally played very well together this year just not well with Barbashev. And I got to imagine, you know, they can drag him along somewhat and Seattle's defensive numbers have really fallen off the map. Um, and they've been taking a lot more penalties of late too. So I definitely want to get some power play guys like Buchnevich and Tarasenko in there. So that's where I'm looking is on the second line, uh, Tarasenko, Buchnevich, Barbashev. What do you got, Josh? I'm completely fine with the blues tonight, but like the thing is, they're so expensive. And that's just an issue. There's, there's the pricing puts me off them because there's other lines that I like better in that price range. So in GPP, especially in MME, they're going to come in super low owned. So I think, you know, playing some blues definitely makes some sense in MME. Like you're going to have some really, really good leverage on them. So I think that's good. In one to three, I'm going to look elsewhere. And then, you know, it is Joey Decord in that. So like, that's another plus for the blues on the, Seattle side, if you want to play some Seattle one, McCann, Gord, Eberle, that's fine. They'll probably get Saad, Thomas, Cairo, which, you know, for third lines, it's probably one of the better third lines they're going to match up with. So not really super thrilled about Seattle, but Blues definitely makes some sense from a MME standpoint just because they have super low ownership. Yeah. Um, St. Louis has a very good penalty kill, too. That's something to worry yourself about if you're stacking that Seattle top line. But for me, again, in that game, it is St. Louis 2 more than anything else all right we got to get out of here josh i'm gonna ask you for your hat trick picks in your goalies my hat trick pick calling it flu game ryan hartman uh in net alex nadelkovich and mark andre Fleury. who you got i'm going uh sammy reinhardt and man always just a mess sorokin uh and nadelkovich 
Yep, Sorokin and Nedeljkovic, I like that as well. All right, we got to get out of here. Your NFL coverage is coming up here shortly. We will be back uh, tomorrow afternoon with an NHL show, though. So for producer Mike, for Josh, I'm saying good luck tonight, everybody. And we'll see. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 